Time for Money News on this Monday morning. And Shane Oliver is with us from AMP. Good morning to you, Chief Economist from AMP. I should get your title right. Good morning. Good morning, Luke. Hope you're well. When you're chief, when they say you're chief economist, how many economists are there at AMP? I just, I just want to know how far up the ladder you are. You see what I'm saying? Well, there's only three of us. Ah, but you're um, the chief. And I'm the chief. And then Diana is a deputy chief. Yeah. And then we have another one as well. Who's a deputy deputy chief? Well, she's her name's Meebu. Meebu. Yeah. All right. Vietnamese name. Hey, listen, Shane, a couple of things I wanted to talk about. The GDP figures come out later this week, and you can tell us about that. But here's a question for you, and you probably get asked this all the time, and it's funny I should be talking to you because my super has been with AMP ever since, well, nearly ever since I started work. So there you are. I'm a customer. There we go. I have no idea what you guys do with it, but you, you, you invest it, and uh, I get a statement, I think, four times a year. But, um, yeah, but here is the question. Um, Ever since that budget delivered on the 21st of August, 1991, uh, John Kerrin was the treasurer back then. Remember that? Um, he was. Uh, Keating had, I think, uh, gone to the back bench after a failed attempt to depose Bob Hawke. Um, and, of course, Keating was the father of uh, modern superannuation, but at the time it was introduced, I think he'd, he was sitting on the back bench. Yeah, yeah, ca causing everybody grief. But it was a Keating thought bubble, and it was delivered in 1991. That is compulsory superannuation. Uh, employers were, in August 1991, required to make superannuation contributions on behalf of their employees. Now, was that one of the smartest things that Keating ever came up with? Because I remember when I first entered the workforce – about the same time you did. And superannuation wasn't on my mind at all. Maybe it was with you because you were a bit of a nerd. But <laughs> no, I, I was exactly like you. It certainly wasn't on my mind. Okay. I was assuming you were a nerd all the way back then. Um, yeah, and, and by that, I mean sensible. By that, I mean conservative and sensible and, and looking after your money. Because when I joined the workforce in 1978, I didn't care about super. All I wanted was enough to pay my board to my mum and have enough to go and have a beer on a Friday, um, and go and see uh, go and see Midnight Oil at the Antler. I mean, that's that's all I cared about. So, what was compulsory super a very very good idea? I remember back then uh, there was actually a song. John Paul Young had a song. He goes out on a Friday night, and says he's in clover. You don't hear that term anymore. It's yeah, someone's got a bit of money, and they're off on a Friday night to have a good time. That's right. So anyway. I didn't see John Paul Young, but I wouldn't have minded seeing him, actually. You but, might have. Uh, you might have. Did you see Jesus Christ Superstar, the Australian production? I did. But okay, yeah. you saw him. He was Annas. He, oh, really? Yes, he was the priest with the very high voice. He was he was Annas in in the Australian Superstar. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. I have you, seen him, after all. You have. See, I'm, see, see what you learn here? Between the two of us, you know, it's frightening, isn't it? Keep going. <laughs> Compulsory Super. The question is... How much do we need? Look, look the, the first question, yeah, it, it was, was it Keating's uh, best, best thing? I, I, I think it was one of them. He did a lot of things, I think, knocking Australia out of the conservatism and the sort of, we were sort of isolated back then. Yeah, the country was protected and mm. not a lot of competition. And he sort of brought us into the modern age. But superannuation was one of the best things. You're right. When I joined the workforce, I didn't worry about it. Retirement was 45 years off or something like that. So why would you? But he has set up a lot of Australians to have a decent uh, retirement. And of course, the rate is now at 12% of your pay, uh, which which certainly uh, gets us there. But 
Interestingly, there's a mob called ASFA, Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia. It's like a group of superannuation funds, and they have done the numbers here. And basically, if you're about 67, they estimate that to have a comfortable lifestyle, you probably need something like 72,000 per annum. If you're a single, if you're a couple, um, oh, sorry, if you're a single, be about 51,000. If you're a couple, about 72,000 per annum. Now, you can argue that back and forth a little bit. But the rough estimate is that to, to get that sort of income and ultimately towards the end of your retired period, draw down and get a part, pe part pension, you probably need something like $690,000. So about 700000 for a comfortable retirement. That'll fund a comfortable lifestyle. Uh, and ultimately does assume that you own your own home and that ultimately you do get some sort of part pension. It's, it was actually a silly question uh, on my part because it depends on your lifestyle. I mean, it, it does. It, yeah, it, it completely it does. depends on your lifestyle and what you expect out of life. I mean, if you want to live the high life and go out to nice restaurants, do a lot of overseas traveling or whatever, that's good. <laughs> obviously you're going to need more than someone who doesn't do that. Yeah, that's right. Um, like I, if, if I take my mother as an example, she does get a, a part pension, uh, but she has a very modest uh, way of living. I mean, it's mm. common to people of that generation. Uh, she does do the occasional cruise, but you know, when you're looking at cruises, aren't no, that no. expensive compared to what they, they used to think they were. But uh, she is she she doesn't have huge expenses, so she wouldn't have needed a lot. Uh, whereas a lot of people these days, you know, have bigger expectations. And so you will need a lot more. You often hear the number bandied around $1 million is what you need in retirement. But ASFA has done the numbers to, to, to get a, a comfortable lifestyle, you know, a bit of travel, keeping up with your friends, going to dinner every so often. Uh, you probably need, you know, just less, yeah. just less than 700000 That, of course, assumes that, that, that uh, you get about a 6% return on your, on your super, on your savings. Uh, per annum, so that saving amount would actually grow through time, and then you're drawing down on it as you go, of course. Yeah, as I said, a, a silly question, because the answer really is how long's a piece of string, but that, that gives us uh, a rough idea. Hey, what's happening with uh, the uh, finance figures coming out this week, the GDP? Well, th this is the one that uh, many economists get very excited about, because it's like a report card on the overall economy. It's where sometimes economists go into hyperdrive. If the, if the economy goes backwards, we say we had negative growth. Oh, uh, don't start me. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're not going to see that. You negative growth. It doesn't that make... silly, ridiculous uh, piece of jargon. But most, I think the consensus is for a rise in the economy, GDP of 0.3%. The numbers come out on Friday. This is for the uh, December quarter. And if that's the case, that'll give you a, a gain over the year of about 1.4%, 1.5%. Now, normally the Aussie economy grows about 3%. So basically we've slowed down a lot. You know, the rise in interest rates, the cost of living pressures, uh, more people paying more in tax to Canberra, all these sorts of things have taken money away from people, less spending or slower growth in spending, and that's caused the economy to cool right down. We're a little bit on the negative side. We, we think it could be just very modest growth of 0.1%, uh, so slightly bigger slowdown occurring, but that, that's going to be made of a very weak consumer spending spending by ordinary Australians and, of course, uh, a contraction in home building, yep. which is a bit of yep. a negative. Now, the risk is, of course, that it does go negative. The economy contracts. If we contract, then, of course, we'll hear lots of talk about a possible recession. And when you raise interest rates as aggressively as we have done, that is causing a lot of pain. and It does run the risk that we slide into recession, unfortunately. Oh, yes. All right, then. Interesting stuff. You and I will talk about that in more detail later this week. Talk tomorrow. Have a great Monday.
Thanks, Luke. You too. Chief Economist. There's only three of them. But Chief Economist with AMP. Shane, Shane, Shane Oliver, big John Paul Young fan. Big fan.